right, welcome to season five of Inside My Canoe Head. This is a Canadian podcast that's all about the integration of leading an incredible, awesome life, individual responsibility, individual emergency preparedness, and how do we navigate life's incredible, wild disruptions that we see among us. Sit back, grab a beverage, and enjoy the episodes. All right, thanks for joining us back at the Ottawa studios. Inside my canoe head, I would argue the world's best podcast, Joe Rogan would have something to say about that. But you're here. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to listen to us. And you're probably wondering, looking at the title or reading the blurb, like what has the Lamborghini lifestyle got to do with preparedness? What is a Lamborghini lifestyle? And why are we talking about this right now in an economic downturn? Well, let's be blunt. And we say this in emergency preparedness all the time. You are responsible for your outcomes. It's not the government's job to take care of you when the shizzy hits the fizzy. It's not society's job to pay your rent and feed you when you've made the decision that you can no longer do that. Let's be blunt. Your economic future is a very much indicator of where your preparedness is going to go. So with that, and we look at everything that's going on in the world today from inflation to disruption and everything else, let's talk about the Lamborghini lifestyle. All right, the Lamborghini lifestyle and preparedness, so confusing, but hopefully today we'll be able to break this apart for you. All right, let's go. Lamborghini lifestyle is all about, let me tell you the story behind the Lamborghini lifestyle. And it it details a lot, but I think it's a really good story. Every week I go for a bunch of physical mobility type of stuff to help with a bad set of knees, right? So I go to this physiotherapy place, fabulous people, Two Doors Down is a stone company. So you've seen them, the stone companies where you countertops and flooring and all these other things. Just showroom, you pick it out. They, they cut the stone and it's a beautiful place, right? Granite, everything else in the world you want. Well, the guy who owns it has four Lamborghinis, two Aventor sports cars, two Urus SUVs. He's got a Mercedes G-Wagon. He's got a bunch of jacked up trucks. How does this guy afford it? Short of thinking the man's a drug dealer and he's got a bunch of underground stuff, which he doesn't. He's actually a prominent member of society. He's a businessman. He is a businessman and he is living the Lambo lifestyle. The Lambo lifestyle is all about an individual who is able to afford the costs associated with a Lamborghini. So, According to greater economics and economists and financial planners, your transportation should never be more than 15% of your disposable income. A brand new Lamborghini Aventor in Canada is about $418,000. Works out to be, you know, $6,500 a month in payments. You got a bunch of other maintenance costs in there, you know, several grand for an oil change. It's not exactly, uh, 10 miles per gallon is not exactly what you think is the number one thing in the world for gas mileage. The end result is with insurance, a Lamborghini is going to cost you about $8,000 a month out of your disposable income. So 
if that represents 15%, that means you're pulling down $53,000 in disposable income per month. Now, if you're in the standard top 43.2% tax bracket in Canada, your salary would have to be about $89,000 gross per month resulting in an annual salary of just a little bit over $1 million. You cannot successfully and joyfully own a Lamborghini and live the Lambro lifestyle off of a salary. And as Mr. Wonderful, the famous guy said, the salary is the drug they give you to abandon your dreams. If you want to live a Lambo lifestyle, you can't do it working for a salary, whether it's an annual salary or an hourly salary in any job will not provide you the Lambo lifestyle. Yeah, okay, maybe if you get to the senior VP of a bank after a 35-year career of slogging it out in the industry, you'll get there but you're not getting the Lambo lifestyle off of earning a salary, right? It just ain't going to happen, my friends. So why preparedness in the Lambo lifestyle? Well, preparedness is about freedom, right? We talk about self-reliance. We talk about self-sufficiency. We talk about having responsibility for your own outcomes, taking on the personal authority that my success or failure in my ability to prepare my family for significant disruptions as they're coming is completely and 100% up to my decisions and it's not somebody else's fault where I am. I don't play a victim mentality that the world is out to get me and all these bad things happen to me or I would be successful if it wasn't for this. I'm in this position because somebody else did something You're not an individual. If you're listening to this channel and you're still on this podcast episode, you're not somebody who walks around and plays the victim card telling people that you're oppressed because of whatever identity group you fall into or socioeconomic war against your class. I mean, you're an individual that decided, listen, I want to be prepared for the world that's coming up. I want to be prepared to be able to take care of my family and my personal responsibilities should all kinds of different disruptions, neither a next pandemic, maybe we go into a great recession or a depression, or we have a significant world conflict, whatever those outcomes and situations may be, which by the way, are all outside of your control. Do you want to have the skill sets and the readiness to combat and navigate that flawlessly and seamlessly as the rest of the world swims up river gasping for air. If so, then you want to live the Lamborghini lifestyle. Let's get to it. We know that poverty, as we express it, is a state of mind. Poverty has nothing to do with an income. It's your state of mind and the fact that you're failing to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve and you're in a process of finding a whole bunch of other systems or people to blame, i.e. I'm not making enough money. Somebody's, they're charging too much rent for apartments around here. I can't afford it. You're you're taking the responsibility for your own outcomes and you're transferring it to somebody else. And that is just, that's an expression of poverty. Poverty is, by all definitions, a state of mind. 
being poor means you run out of money before you run out of month. And we can all understand we, I've been poor, but I've never been part of poverty right? I've been poor, which means I didn't have enough money to meet all my financial obligations in the month, and I ran out of money and failed to meet one or two of those. So we throw it around that people are like poor, rich, and wealthy, right? So I just described what poor was. You can become rich. Now, most middle-class workers have money at the end of the month, which means you're not poor, but you're not rich. Rich means you have the ability to afford all kinds of wonderful things. You can take great trips. You probably have a pretty significant salary, you know, $250,000, $400,000 a year salary. You got a nice home, a couple of cars, vacation, kids in college, all that stuff. But you're in a world of high taxes uh, and you're grinding it out, right? And I got all the time in the world for people like that. You're making a significant amount of money. You can consider yourself rich. You know, you can drop a couple hundred grand down for a down payment on a $1.5, million house. You drive a couple of Mercedes or Beamers. You got great vacations. You're rich, right? You're not wealthy. You're not even close to the concept of wealthy. Wealthy individuals, money works for them. They don't work for money. The wealthy never take a salary, first of all. Wealthy people don't take salaries. So how do you get into a position where money works for you, you got a wonderful life funded, you're you're using that well, that money is working for you and cre creating this incredible preparedness environment where you are building a not magical but close to a unimaginable level of preparedness for you and the people you take care of, right? You do that only as one thing. As a business owner, you can't become wealthy unless you own a business. You will never be wealthy on a salary. So as long as you accept a life of earning a salary from somebody else for some position, no matter how much you love it, you are giving up on the idea of being wealthy. And that's perfectly fine. But you can't get into the Lamborghini lifestyle and you better close your trap when you want to complain about people who are in the Lamborghini lifestyle and enjoying like that because they've done the work. They've put the effort in to create the Lamborghini lifestyle and therefore set their lives up for incredible success. So today what I want to do is go over my journey as I'm trying to transition from a salaried employee to getting a pension to becoming an entrepreneur who's trying to start a business and get into the Lamborghini lifestyle. And you think it's hard? It's not. It is super easy. We're going to give you the simple idea so when the shizzy hits the fizzy, you've got a business that is absolutely recession proof and is nothing but a flow of cash into your life. So what I'm going to talk about today in a fairly quick episode, we're going to try to get this under 20 minutes, is just how to do a business, how to set it up in Canada, uh, in the province of Ontario, and what it actually costs, and then you rock it from there. The first thing about starting a business is you got to start a corporation, right? Uh, 
you're the designer of your future. You're, you are the one creating the future that you want. You want to work for yourself and the ability to maybe one day achieve the Lamborghini lifestyle, but if not, have absolute control over you and your financial future and never again having another human being assigning you tasks, deliverables, and responsibilities. That's all up to you. And to start a business, you got to remember one thing. There is no lack of free capital in the world to start a business. There's no lack of funding out there for you to start a business if you need funding to start your type of business. And as Tony Robbins very famously says, it's not a lack of resources. It's your lack of of resourcefulness going to look for it. So how do you do this? Well, first find your niche, right? My niche, as I talk about my journey, is my passion for emergency preparedness education. Be it at the individual family or community level, at no bigger than municipal, this is my passion. This is what I know a great deal about. I've studied it ferociously for years. I've read anything anybody has ever put out in gray literature or academic literature on individual or community emergency preparedness. This is not about degrees and certifications. This is not about you going out and doing that. I'm doing a PhD in public policy. The degree, my entire study is on community emergency preparedness, but that's because I'm passionate about it. That PhD does not make me a better entrepreneur. In fact, most PhDs are not entrepreneurs. They're, it's just a personal goal that I'm studying. You don't need that, right? It's a simple rule. Find a question that needs answering. A very important question in society that people need answering. Find a service that's needed and is not provided. Or find a simple way to execute a needed service. So for me, it was individual emergency preparedness education is out there. It's massive. There's hundreds of YouTube channels. Everybody's talking about bushcrafting, survival, all this other stuff. Nobody's talking to the urban and suburbanite. Nobody's talking to the person who has no interest in getting a yurt and living in the world. They have no interest in getting two years of food in their basement. They want to carry on and rock incredible urban and suburban lives integrated in everything that they normally do. What they want to do, though, is wrap that in a blanket of preparedness that is as close to free as possible and doesn't take over their lives about mind-numbing gear inventory crap that you hear on YouTube channels. That does, So I'm trying to carve that niche, right? I think there's a service that needs to be provided there. I think there's an availability to provide that service. I'm trying to figure out a way to do that. That's the idea of starting a business. You've got to figure out what somebody needs. Don't figure out I've got, you know, I'm going to make up this really cool thing and then everybody's going to want it. You've got to reverse engineer that thinking. It has to be society has a whole bunch of questions that aren't answered. Society has a whole bunch of needs that they would love to be simply and easily access the answer to so that they can carry on and go on with their lives, right? In the world of preparedness, you can think there's all kinds of... That's why 72-hour bags and bug-out bags pre-made, bought off Amazon for 300 bucks are a killer. 
right? People don't want to do all the detailed hard work. They just want to buy it and park it. Well, that you're not actually helping anybody. You're just filling a need. So there you go. That's an idea, right? I decided that I wanted to help people. So I'm working on the service side and I never developed a physical good for people. Uh, I'm writing books, but that's going to be an ebook for the most platform. But I'm providing a service and a developing a service. So how do you do this? Well, once you figure out exactly what it is you're solving, like exactly what problem you're solving and how you're going to solve it, and then you've bounced the idea off of a couple of people and they think, you know what, maybe I might pay them five bucks on this. It's very simple. First, you start a corporation. So in Canada, it costs $200 uh, in Corporations Canada to register and create a corporation out of um, the dark. You need an address. That's it, right? So you can, with a $200 federal corporation that gives you the right to operate all across Canada, you also have to register in a province. Uh, I live in the province of Ontario and the registration for Ontario is combined with the Canadian registration and there's no additional Ontario fees. So when I created a federal corporation, I got a federal corporation number and I also got an Ontario business number that goes with it. Now, if you decide you want to call your business by a specific name, my corporation is called Preparedness Labs Incorporated. That cost me a $13 nuance. It's a name search to ensure that there are no other registered companies like yours doing similar activities where your name could cause a confusion, right? It's so that we don't end up in lawsuits. If you want to create a company with a name, it's $13 extra. So I did that. Nobody was using something close to Preparedness Labs Incorporated. So I'm now a registered Canadian company. Somebody can't register a Canadian company doing preparedness education using the words preparedness laboratories. That's protected, right? Um, provinces may be different. Look into your individual province, but that's it. My annual paid requirements are every year you have to file an annual online return for $12 Canadian to Corporations Canada, dictating that you had your one minimum annual meeting of the directors and that it was held on such and such a date. You don't have to give them proof of it. You don't even have to send in the form. You just tick the box saying this form will be signed by the directors and kept in the records of your company, right? Full stop, done. Um, all of the things you need to create a company, your articles of incorporation, they're actually all done by default if you accept which don't reinvent the wheel. Just accept all of the default settings in Corporations Canada. You don't have to create anything else, right? Then you simply have to have a meeting of the shareholders, which is you, by the way. I'm 100% shareholder in my company. I'm also the only director in my company. So I had a meeting with myself, the shareholders and directors, and I created a set of minutes, which you can Google anywhere how to do it. It doesn't matter. There's no standard. And I printed it off and I signed it as the director and I signed it in agreement as the shareholders. And I do this every year. And anything that any changes that I make to the company, we have a meeting, me, myself, and the guy in the mirror, and we sign off on it.
So really, when you look at it, that's it. So you've created your company, your articles of agreement. They tell you have to create something called a share certificate. It's just a Word document you create saying there are 100 shares. You dump money into a business bank account. Now, business bank account sounds complex. I have mine with the Toronto Dominion Bank. I have their cheapest one. It costs $5 a month, right? And I'll explain to you why I went with the cheap one in a moment. So that's it. You know, it literally costs you $213 if you want to name your company to register it. Your annual costs to the government of Canada are $12. And in my province, I have no requirement to the province that's met by meeting my Canadian government requirements. So that's it, $12 a year. So now what do I do? Social media is the gift, right? So you create a social media uh, account in the name of your business or your personal name, whatever you choose to do. And there you advertise like a crazy. There's all kinds of websites, all kinds of YouTube videos that tell you how to do hashtag advertising, whatever. You get a TikTok account, you get a YouTube account, you get an Instagram account, you get a Twitter account, you get a Facebook account, and you just start advertising, telling everybody about it, right? And you just, the social media accounts are free. It takes time, but it doesn't cost you any money. You're sending your message out there. And your message is not spam if you're solving a problem that people have in life, right? If you're addressing a problem people have, you're not actually spamming them. You know, it, it's not a look at how smart I am. If you try that aspect on social media, you will get smashed down in a heartbeat, right? You're not trying to tell people how smart you are. You're ide quickly identifying a problem. You're quickly providing a solution and you're telling them where to go, right? Your whole idea of social media is you're telling everybody to come somewhere, right? Look at all the wonderful things I can do for you. Click the link. What's the link? Now, everybody says I go to WordPress. I have a couple of websites that I pay for by GoDaddy. They are absolutely wonderful company. I couldn't say enough about them. Okay, I pay for that. They're a couple hundred bucks a year to keep running for domain registration protection. My email, jeff at preparednesslabs.ca, costs me 96 bucks a year. If you want to do this for free, you go to my latest invention or my latest found. It's not my invention, sorry. Uh, my latest find, buy me a coffee or something like that. So you go to buy me a coffee or BMAC as I call it, buymeacoffee.com. You set up a page, right? So the link on all of your socials takes everybody to your buy me a coffee page. On that page is where you add extras. This is where you, where I will be selling my book, where I will sell the link to my video series. Well, I will eventually sell the link to my preparedness education course, where my books will be there. Right now on my Buy Me A Coffee site, I have a link for you to spend $75 to book a personal preparedness consultation with me. All that stuff is on Buy Me A Coffee. It costs me nothing to have that site. It is absolutely free. In the background, I set up with Stripe Canada. Now, Stripe is a payment processor, right? So you, there's a it's a bit of a registration process with your, you have to have your corporate number, your business number, your bank account information. So basically when you go on, buy me a coffee and you buy me a coffee because you think I'm great or you just think I'm hilarious or whatever, you spend your three bucks, you buy Jeff a coffee, uh, the money goes in. So 
Stripe takes a very small uh, one-time fee of like 15 cents per transaction and then a small percentage of the transaction to pay. So it costs me nothing. So you you buy my $3 coffee, I get like $2.82 that is deposited into my bank account. So why do I do the cheap bank account at $5 a month? Because I set up Stripe so I only get one deposit a month. So all of the money that I make through buying me a coffee, which is the only place where I make money, I try to drive everybody there. You go to buy me a coffee, you press the button, you you buy an extra, or you buy just buy me a coffee. I get paid once a month by Stripe, right? Everything I charge related to my business, I charge on my personal credit card, so I get my I love WestJet, so I get WestJet dollars. But you get reward points, right? So once a month. Preparedness Labs Incorporated makes a payment to my credit card for all the costs related to the business. So every month, my credit, my bank account has two transactions and I get them for free. I have a deposit and a withdrawal and that's it. Now, if I ever want to pay myself dividends as I get closer to the Lamborghini lifestyle, that then you're going to change your bank account profile. But literally for $72 a year and time on an internet device. We all have smartphones, so I won't include that. Just your smartphone to do your advertising, just your smartphone to set up your buy me a coffee. You can run a business for $77 a year. Now, that's without business insurance. I get it. That's without high profile GoDaddy websites. I get it. But you can do this for $17 a year and $213 in startup. I have filed my corporate tax returns myself by watching a day's worth of YouTube video and reading the Government of Canada websites, which are actually very easy to follow when it comes to T2 corporate returns. And as long as your annual revenue is under $1 million dollars, you can file paper copies. So I fi- I'm under a million right now. Hopefully Lamborghini Lifestyle is coming and I can get better than that. But right now, I file that without needing any software help. I don't need an accountant. I don't need a lawyer. I simply establish it in accordance with Corporate Canada so it's legal. So this is the part of preparedness that's awesome, right? You spend a very little bit of money and I tell you, if you can't find $213 to start a company and you can't find uh, $72 a year to run a company, then you've got bigger problems in life and I wish you the best in that. So you have this money, you start it up, you're using nothing but your smartphone that you have. You don't need anything else. You've got a product, you've built it up, you've got a solution. If you provide a service to people, then you just got to run with it. So that's it. That's all. And why is this preparedness? Because my friends, it's really simple. You are generating additional lines of income to insulate your family against financial disruptions, right? You're probably not going to survive off of your independent business until it grows bigger. So you're still slogging it out at your salary, but you've got a dream and you've got this business. And even if it never gets more than generating a couple of, imagine if you had a business that generated two grand extra cash flow a month. That's it. And it costs you 72 bucks a year. So thanks for taking the time to listen. The Lamborghini lifestyle is possible. It is achievable. It only will when you accept responsibility for your outcomes and you go after and chase your dreams. Or you can sit back and get high on the drug of salary. 
for the rest of your life. So follow for more on this journey. Thanks for taking the time to join us this week on Inside My Canoe Head. We're going to have more of these pretty interesting topic ideas, Lamborghini lifestyle and other. So stick to it. Thanks for all the support. And like I said, drop over to insidemycanoehead.ca. The link to buy me a coffee is on that website. If you like what you hear here, buy me a coffee. If you don't like what you hear and you just find this utterly useless and you're still here, drop me an email. Tell me what you want to hear because I'll put on whatever you want to hear, my friends. Take care. Stay safe.